Hey friends, before we get started, I just want to say this is a kind of scary time for most of us. Schools are out, our parents are worried, and nothing seems the same. But don't panic, stay calm, do your schoolwork, and help your parents out as much as possible. At Sure As The Sunshine, we'll get through this together. And one day, hopefully soon, everything will be back to normal. Now, back to the show. Welcome to All Things Madison, the podcast exclusively for kids, sure to tickle your funny bone while learning something new at the same time. You'll hear from talking bears, laughing unicorns, and farting sloths. <clears throat> Excuse me, announcer lady, but it ain't that kind of show. Are you sure? Um, yes. I'm the producer. That's the thrifty little diva show you're talking about. You know, the other one. Okay then, on that note, here's your host, Madison Lauren, and her dad. <clears throat> oh, right, uh, let's see here. And her super smart, hilariously funny, <laughs> best of best dads, Mr. Durante Smith. Please enjoy the show. Classic, Daddy, classic. What? Did you really just make her say all that? Well, yeah, it's our show. You mean it's my show? It's got my name on it, remember? Besides, you already got a podcast. You mean I can't have two? <laughs> and I'm producing it. Oh, Daddy, can we just start the show? Good idea. <laughs> <laughs> Hey boys and girls, welcome to my show. I'm excited to have you here. This show takes behind the scene of all the places you love. We talk with famous authors, actors, and people who make movies. And you'll learn some neat stuff too. Oh yeah, and then there's my dad, the goofball, who helps out a little too. And answer the joke of the day for a chance to win an autographed postcard from your girl. Okay, so stick around for another fun-filled episode. Enjoy the show. We'll return in just a moment, right after we thank our sponsors. Hey, Daddy. Maybe we should tell my friends about Sleepy Steve. That's a good idea. Okay, how about I tell them what it's about, and you tell them where they can find it. Yeah, that sounds cool. Okay, get this, guys. Sleepy Steve is about Steve Jackson. He moves to a new area, goes to a new school, and he has to make new friends. The thing about Steve that makes him so interesting is that he has a sleeping condition known as narcolepsy. Now, what that means is it makes him fall asleep, but it's at all the wrong times and the worst times possible. If there's a wrong time to fall asleep, he does it. The other thing is in his dreams, he has these really wild and fantastic dreams. His mind goes everywhere. It's absolutely bananas. And with these friends, he leaves them in a pickle every single time. Trust me, if you like funny books, this book is <laughs> hilarious. I tell people this. I try to warn them. Be careful. You just might pee in your pants. <laughs> so get ready for a wild hilarious, funny story that you cannot wait to turn the pages to. Take it over, Madison. And you can find Sleepy Steve at www.sleepysteve.com. 
or go to Amazon and look up The Fantastical Adventures of Sleepy Steve. Trust me, it's a great book. I should know. I wrote it. No, you didn't. Well, I helped. No, you didn't. Well, at least the book is about me. It's about a boy. You're not even a boy. Well, what did I do? Nothing. That's the point. What's the point? You did nothing. Get it right. We're just here to tell people about the book. Oh, my bad. Well, let's do this takeover again. No way, Jose. I think they got the point. (laughs) (laughs) So get your copy of my dad's book, Please See Today. And now back to the show. Okay, Madison. So now we are going to share with your audience and your fans what it was like to interview uh, Miss Judy at the Wild Birds Unlimited store and what you learned. I learned that birds only eat worms for one reason. It helps them fly and it's nutrition for them. Plus, birds can't taste at all and they can sleep while they fly. How incredible is that? Wait, so you're telling me that birds can actually sleep while they fly? Yes, some of them can. So these birds, they, first off, you told me that they cannot taste anything. I guess they don't taste the worms, right? And then you're saying that the worms are nutritious. So in other words, it's good for them. Is that correct? Yes, that's really correct, Daddy. Yep, so that's why birds can eat worms, because they don't even taste them. Oh, my gosh. So birds can eat the worms because I think worms are yucky. So birds can eat worms because they don't taste them, right? Right. And what else did you learn? I also learned that we must do our part to protect the bird's habitat, which is the environment, which means keeping it clean and not cutting down all the trees. That's right. Well, on that note, we're going to go into the interview. So Madison, introduce the interview if you would. And now for the second part of my interview with Miss Judy States. Enjoy. We know birds can poop like in the movie Spies in the Skies. Have you seen it? I've not seen that. It's where the main character gets changed into a pigeon. It's really good. I highly recommend it. <laughs> but anyway, the question is, can birds pee? Well, birds practice biology like everybody does. But with their... Um, with, with, with birds, they have... Um, it's kind of like a, a combination when they have their fecal matter. It's, 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 it's not really a solid, but it's not real, real loose either. So it's kind of like a combination when they go poo. So they have the fecal matter and their pee all together, kind of. Oh, so you mean it's at the same time. It is, yeah. Can birds see color? Birds have really interesting eyesight. If you think about the human eye, The human eye has like three cones of light that comes into their eye. A bird's has four, so they almost see an iridescent too, so they do. So something that is just okay for you, to them it's blah, and they can see it really, really well. So yeah, bird's bird's eyesight is very keen. Uh, They can see things from a long ways away, so they can. Like 100 miles? No, not that much. But think about if you were at a football game um, and you were in the blimp and you were watching down on the football game, you could see the players moving around. If there was a hawk or an eagle flying above that football field, that stadium, he could see the blade of grass move. 
that's how intense their eyesight is. They have incredible eyesight. Wow, that's really amazing. Birds are amazing critters, so they are. I'm gonna be a bird. <laughs> what do birds do all day by wearing school? Do they work or take power in that, like my dad? Uh, yeah, I don't know about your dad taking power naps, but uh, birds can actually, uh, they can take a, 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 an afternoon nap, I guess. Uh, but most of the time they're foraging for food, uh, especially when the nesting season comes around. They're trying to get uh, food for their babies, so they're constantly on the hunt for food and defending off predators that can come around their nesting territory and everything like that. So they are. So they're very busy during the day while you're at school. Okay. Can birds recognize our faces and voices if we feed them and talk to them regularly? They actually can. Um, like with bluebirds, um, you can train bluebirds to come to your feeder. Um, we have what we call mealworms, and bluebirds absolutely love mealworms. They're a little grub, they're really kind of cool. Um, but you can start to train your birds to know your voice. So when you put the mealworms out every day, you say, bluebird, and they start to associate your voice or what you're saying with food. And then so when you put that out there and you holler, bluebird, they'll come down to the feeder and they'll start eating. Kind of like a puppy. Yeah, so it's like you know they learn the sound of the food in the in the in the jar when you're getting ready to feed them. It's the same thing. Wow. Do birds have a sense of smell? They they don't. It's very underdeveloped. We only have one bird that can truly smell, and that's our turkey vultures. All the other birds, it's very underdeveloped, so therefore they don't taste really a whole lot either. So it's a very unique situation that they're in. So they are. Oh, that's nice why they eat worms. Yeah, well, to me and you, they're gross. To them, it's it's supper. It's it's bring on the protein because worms are full of protein. And that's how they're able to have all that energy to fly around all day. Got it. All right. What foods should we not feed them? You don't ever want to do um, a lot of breads. Birds don't um, digest breads really well. And even like your ducks at your ponds and everything like that, you'll see a lot of uh, signs. You know, it used to be very common practice for people to take their old stale bread out and feed it to the ducks. It's actually very bad for the ducks and it's actually very bad for the fish and the, um, and the water quality uh, that bread can actually um, cause the water to go bad too, so yeah. Oh, so you say don't feed the ducks bread and don't see the pigeons bread. That's right. So what should we feed them? You know, with there's different seeds that they like. Uh, so what you do, you depending on what bird you're really wanting to come in, you find different things that they like. Like ducks love corn, so you could feed them some cracked corn. Pigeons, I think, eat just about everything, but you want something that um, is good for them, you know, so um, like a millet um, or a cracked corn or something like that that's that's good for them too. So because we, we don't want to hurt them. So you sell these things here? Yes ma'am, we do. It sounds like a good place for birds. It's a very good place for birds. Where did birds sleep when it rains? Birds will sleep um, in uh, different places. Um, you have what we call an evergreen tree, which is your the greens, uh, like a pine tree. Uh, it has a lot of dense foliage, so they'll, they'll tuck up underneath there. Um, woodpeckers will hollow out a hole in a tree and they'll go in their holes. Uh, if they've abandoned that hole, other birds will go in there and use them. And sometimes they just sit on a limb and 
wait it out. It's, have you ever heard the saying, water off a duck's back? No. Okay, well, what that means is that they have special oils on their feathers that allows the water to run off. It's not like us when we walk out and our hair gets really wet. Um, they can actually stay very dry. Interesting. Yes. Can birds sleep while flying? There are a lot of interesting studies on that right now. There is a bird called an albatross, and the albatross is a, is a, a waterfowl. Um, and he has the longest migration of any of our birds around. And there have been some studies that, um, that they can actually put one side of the brain to sleep while the other one stays awake. And then when the other side wakes up and then the other side goes to sleep because he is literally over the ocean for hours on end flying to get to another continent. So there are some studies that they can actually fly, uh, sleep while they're flying. So are they ambidextrous? Not sure they're really ambidextrous, but they can use both sides of their brain uh, when they need to, so they can. Hmm. So where is the best place to put your bird feeder? One of the best places to put your bird feeder is where you can see it the best, uh, where you can enjoy the birds, the different birds that come into your feeder, you know, that you, you get to enjoy them. That's the best place to hang it, whether that be on, on your window, whether it be in the tree, whether it be on your deck. Um, there's all kinds of different things that you can put up to, to bring the birds uh, into, your, into your life. And which bird feeder would you recommend for the kids? I would recommend a feeder that's easy to fill, um, that, that's easy to reach. Sometimes a window feeder is really good because it is really close, um, but something that is um, easy easy to fill, uh, so it is, yeah. Hmm. So Ms. Judy, what would you like to say to all the kids listening around the world right now? Well, what I'd like to say is that birding is really cool. Um, it's just, it's something that you can do with your folks. It's something you can do with your, your grandparents. You can do it on your own, but there's a lot of really pretty and cool birds out there. Like if you think about owls, owls are really cool. Owls can't digest their food. So owls, what owls do is that after they eat a rodent, they have this thing that goes into your, their stomach and then they have to spit it up and that's called an owl pellet. And when they spit that owl pellet up, then you get to go in and you get to dissect it. And then you can put, see all their, the little bones that they've been eating. You can kind of put the little critter back together and find out what they've been eating. Birds are cool. This is disgusting. <laughs> no, it's cool. <laughs> Maybe cool and disgusting at the same time. <laughs> well, I'll give you that one. <laughs> so, Ms. Judy, please tell my audience where they can find you. Uh, well, they can always find us at uh, www.wbu.com forward slash Swanee, S-U-W-A-N-E-E. And what are your locations? We are located in Swanee, Georgia and in Flowery Branch, Georgia. And it's you and Mr. Jam. Yes, me and my husband, yep. Miss Judy, thank you for your time, and I hope everybody got something out of this show. Thank you so much. I appreciate you coming by and talking with me. Bye-bye. Bye. We'll return in just a moment, right after we thank our sponsors. Hey, Daddy, is it spring yet? Yep. Doesn't that mean shopping for new clothes? It does. And wouldn't now be a good time to tell people about my t-shirts? It would. And all your new merchandise, too. Right. So go right ahead. These are your fans. They're sort of like your extended family. And as I always say, people don't know how to support you if you don't tell them. Okay, guys. So here's the deal. I got stickers, phone cases, notebooks, 
book bags, water bottles, and of course, cool t-shirts. Okay, how's that, Daddy? Good. Now wrap it up. Take it to your tees, please, at shopmadisonlearn.com. You don't want to be left out, trust me. And support your girl today. Thank you. And now back to the show. Come on, keep up. Just a little bit faster. We're almost there. Daddy, can't answer this riddle. Can Peter Pan pick a pack of pickled peppers while popping pup pies? What on earth? Like Peter Pan? Like, you know who Peter Pan is, right? What are pickled peppers? Pick a pack of pickled peppers. It's like peppers that you eat while popping pot pies. And what is popping pot pies? Like chicken pot pie, turkey pot pie. When you get a pot pie fresh out of the oven, it's got a little bump in it, and it's fun to poke it. That's popping pot pies. Get it? Ah, now I see. Interesting. Hmm, I don't know. Maybe we should ask that gentleman sitting right there at the curb. Excuse me, sir. My name's Durante, and this is my daughter. Hello. Hello there. My name's Madison Lauren, and this riddle's tricky. You don't say. What makes it so tricky? Because it's a hard tongue twister. Hmm. Well, let me hear the question. Can Peter Pan pick a pack of pickled peppers while popping pup pies? Can Peter Pan pick a pack of pickled peppers while popping pot pies? I can't really say. Let me call my wife. She's good at these sorts of things. Hello, dear. Charles, what seems to be the matter? Are you coming home soon? No, no, I'm sitting here in conversation with a lad and his daughter at the park, you see, and they've just asked me the most curious question. I said to myself, it has your name written all over it. Well, what's the question, Charles? Can Peter Pan pick a pack of pickled peppers while popping pot pies? Hmm, can Peter Pan pick a pack of pickled peppers while popping pot pies? I've never heard of such, Charles. Neither have I. That's why I thought I'd call you. Well, let me try Martha. That sounds like a dandy idea. Hey, Martha. Sarah, how are you? It's been such a long time. Yes, yes, I know. We can catch up later. I've got some things in the oven cooking. Look, I just have a quick question for you. Well, what seems to be the question, Sarah? Charles called me with a question, and it's a dandy one, if you will. A dandy question, you say? Yes, a dandy one, if you will. Well, spit it out then, lady. Don't just leave me in suspense all day. The question is, can Peter Pan pick a pack of pickled peppers while popping pot pies? Say what? Can Peter Pan pick a pack of pickled peppers while popping pot pies? Can Peter Pan pick a pack of who? Can Peter Pan pick a pack of pickled peppers while popping pot pies? Well, I don't know if he can do that. Let me ask George. George is upstairs. Hold on one second, dear. George! George! What do you want? I'm trying to take a nap. I have a question for you. 
Can Peter Pan pick a pack of pickled peppers while popping pot pies? I don't know. And leave me alone. I'm trying to sleep. Well, what does that? Seems he doesn't know either, Sarah. Sorry I couldn't be of more help. Don't worry about it. I'll ring you back later when I have a little more time. Yes, of course. Goodbye. Charles, you there? Yes, dear. Neither Martha nor George knows the answer. Sorry to disappoint, hun. I see. Can you pick up a loaf of bread while you're out? Yes, yes, of, of course, my love. Uh, see you in a bit. Sorry, mate. It, it seems there's no such luck on my end. Wish I could have been more help. Ah, uh, thank you, my friend. Good day. Madison, come on. Let's keep going. Okay, stop, stop, stop. Okay, that's a good jog. What do you think? Yeah, definitely. Hey, what about the lady over there? Uh, the one with the wolf? <laughs> that's not a wolf, Daddy. It's a dog. Yeah, it looks like a wolf to me. I don't care what you say. Well, how about we ask her? Yeah, I'll let you do that one. Excuse me, miss. Can you answer this riddle for me, please? Um, I'll try. Can Peter Pan pick a pack of pickled peppers while popping pot pies? Hmm, let me think. Peppers. Can Peter Pan pick a pack of pickled peppers? Peter Pan pick a pack of pickled peppers while popping, while popping pot pies. I hope that helps. Bye bye. Daddy, what on earth was that? Honestly, I don't know. That was bananas. That turned into a musical or something, didn't it? Yeah. And where did the band come from? <laughs> <laughs> well, anyway. Hey, guys, we need your help to solve this tongue twister riddle. Leave us a video what Peter Pan can do that other kids cannot. And the winner will get an autographed postcard from yours truly. Bye-bye. <laughs> And now, it's time for the joke of the day. <laughs> hey, Daddy, which letter of the alphabet has the most water? The C, get it? <laughs> <laughs> Book gets wetter as it dries. A towel. <laughs> Do you get that one? The towel gets dries and people use it again. <laughs> What is a volcano? A mountain with hiccups. Ah. <laughs> I cracked myself up. What part of the computer does an astronaut like best? The space bar. Get it? Uh, no. Space bar. And last but not least, what day do the potatoes hate the most? Friday. Fries like french fries. <laughs> Silly. <laughs> Friday, get it? That's a really good one. Okay, guys, we need you 
to help us determine the joke of the day. Okay, leave your favorite jokes in the comments below. Or better yet, make a video and tell us which was your favorite joke. <laughs> and the winner will get an autographed postcard from yours truly. So hurry up, guys, and help us out. Hey guys, now it's time for Black History 365. Ready, Daddy? Okay, here we go. First up is Mary Church Terrell. She was born on September 23rd, 1863, and died on July 24th, 1954. Ms. Terrell was an educator and activist for both civil rights and women's rights. She is one of the first African-American women to earn a college degree. Terrell's parents were both former slaves who used their freedom to become small business owners in Memphis and encouraged her daughter to get an education. She married Robert Terrell, an attorney, who would eventually become Washington, D.C.'s first black judge and encouraged his wife to become involved with women's rights. She co-founded the National Association of Colored Women in 1896 as a way to get African women involved in winning the right to vote. She took on the Jim Crow laws in the South and helped desegregate restaurants in Washington, D.C. in the 1950s. Miss Mary Church Terrell was amazing. Next is my personal hero, Hattie McDaniel. She was born on June 10, 1895, and died on October 26, 1952. Miss McDaniel was a professional singer, actress, songwriter, and comedian. She was the first African-American to win an Academy Award. When she won the Oscar for her portrayal of Mammy in Gone in the Wind in 1939. She appeared in over 300 films and was the first African-American woman to sing on the radio in the U.S. So she's kind of like the first Beyonce. She has two stars on the Hollywood Walk of Fame, and she was the first black Oscar winner to be placed on a U.S. postage stamp. She was involved in several community service projects, including providing entertainment for World War II soldiers stationed at military bases and raising funds for the Red Cross. Miss McDaniel is sorely missed. And there you have it, folks. That's Black History 365. Okay, friends, the word of the day today is activist. An activist is a person who works to bring about political or social change. That just means they make good things happen. There are activists all around the world who are trying to do things for the good. And we like it. Okay, the word of the day is activist. Thank you for checking out my show. So be sure to check me out each week where you can find me at All Things Madison on your podcast and YouTube. And subscribe, please. I need fans, guys. And check out my website at thriftylilediva.me. And remember, we love you just the way you are. Bye-bye. Mm, Thank you for listening to All Things Madison. Kindly take a moment to subscribe, leave a comment, and rate the show so that our participating partners know you are following along. You can get your Madison Lauren graphic tees at shopmadisonlauren.com or follow her YouTube channel at All Things Madison. This production was brought to you by Infinity Global Media Group, LLC. Contact us at smith.durante at gmail.com for bookings or more information.